Praise God, you may be seated, and good morning. Um, What an incredible question to ask ourselves, you know, is it well with our souls? Let me open us up in prayer uh, as we get going today. Lord Jesus, we um, come before you, Lord Jesus, and we ponder and think about and reflect on that question, Lord, is it well with our souls? Lord, I pray that as a new year begins, Lord, as I truly believe, Lord, that you are doing something new at Peninsula Hope Church, Lord, that you are not only causing but desiring a change, Lord Jesus. I pray that you would help us, Lord, to be prepared, that you would help us to be willing and obedient to the stretching and the strain that comes with change, Lord Jesus. We know that change isn't easy and we Know that, Lord, it is only through you and the power of your Holy Spirit that, Lord, we can get through change and that we can do it well, Lord. So we just pray that you would guide us, Holy Spirit. I pray, Lord, that as we continue taking a look at when you do new things in our lives, um, personally, in our lives corporately as a church, Lord Jesus, um, we pray that, Holy Spirit, you would guide my words and how we process things today, Lord Jesus. We just submit this time to you in your name. Amen. I love that, that song and that, that concept, Is It Well With Our Souls? As I mentioned to you guys last week, I feel that God truly is doing something new. And at first I thought it was, is God rebirthing our church? You know, we've had two years that we have been sheltering in place. And with the changes with COVID, many of you guys are feeling safer at home. And that's okay. Um, for those of you guys here, thank you guys for, for coming out and and being here as well for you guys, whether it's on Zoom or YouTube Live, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. But in feeling that God is doing something new, and again, that, that term rebirth started going through my head as I was praying. God showed me when you look at scripture that rebirth typically, as we talked about last week, is about salvation. And so you may think, well, how, do, how exactly does that work, you know, with the church then? And so God kind of took me away from that and, and You know, he was talking about how the key to rebirth is people being saved, that they truly experience a change in their hearts. And so when we go from rebirth and we become Christians, the next part in that process that is um, the job or the duty of the Holy Spirit is to go through a spiritual renewal. And this is where I think God has us now as a church. He wants to do something new, and that new thing is he wants us to be renewed. Because often we can get stuck in the ways things have been, and we can get stuck with fear and not knowing, you know, how and when things are going to happen and when change comes, and it can be really discouraging. I know for myself, it's a challenge to know that God is up to something new. He is doing something new, but to say, am I willing to go through it? Because I'm kind of tired right now. I think for most of you, if you're honest, the last two years has been really draining, And Emily and I, we're coming up on almost three years of being here at the church. And I know God's up to something awesome, but at the same time, it's been a grind. And the last two years especially has been a grind for all of us. And so as we close in on our third year anniversary, God's really speaking to me. And he's saying, are you going to go through this with me? Are you going to allow me to do the new thing in your life and in the church? Because if you're going to be part of what we're doing or what God is doing, we need to be spiritually renewed. 
And so what, what exactly is renewal? Because scripture talks about it. Well, when you look at the original Greek, it means, or it is defined as a change of heart and life. So that makes sense that when you're rebirthed, when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you also go through a, new, a renewal, or you should. Otherwise, like I said last week, you have to question, are you really saved if you don't experience a renewal? So part of renewal is a change of heart and life, or to make fresh. One author said this, it is a radical process based on a previous radical change. It's a radical process, renewing our minds to be able to think differently than we did before. And that comes after a radical change, and that radical change is salvation. It's accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And because of that, because of Jesus' sacrifice, you are saved from the eternal consequences of sin, and you also have the incredible opportunity to experience eternal life with God. That's the radical change that previous change had happened, and that leads to the radical process of spiritual renewal. Spiritual renewal is also being more conformed to the likeness of Christ, or being more made in the image of Christ from the inside out, something that starts internally within us. Ephesians 4, verses 22 through 24, that in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of deceit, and that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Your mind is being renewed. And put on the new self, which is in the likeness of God, and likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of truth. So scripture tells us that we need our minds renewed. So spiritual renewal, this is one key part of this, it can only take place in the life of a believer. If you don't believe in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, how can the Holy Spirit re be renewing your mind? And so the key to start all this again is to be reborn accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and that leads to the renewal process. And I say process, and that's something important to remember, is that spiritual renewal, it's ongoing. It's not just a one-time event. 2 Corinthians 4, 16, therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. I mean, the reality is we're getting older each and every day, right? We're getting closer to being with Jesus in heaven. But spiritually, we get to be reborn, renewed every single day. And this is really important to understand that it's not a one-time event, that this is an ongoing process because sin, temptation, and Satan's attacks, they don't go away. So we need to constantly be preparing and we need to be battling through spiritual renewal on a constant, continual basis. I don't know if you guys ever watch uh, product reviews on YouTube. I was watching a product re uh, review the other day, and I think most of you guys are familiar with Flex Seal, right? You've probably seen Flex Tape or Flex Seal, the dude floating on the boat that has holes in it, and they, they kind of painted it over with this Flex Seal stuff, and it's supposed to keep water from, from coming out or coming into whatever product you're covering. And there's a new product called Flex Paste. 
And I'm like, wow, this is really interesting. And so I was watching this review, and there was a bucket of water, and this guy drilled holes in it. And obviously, like, water starts leaking out of it like crazy. But this flex paste, apparently what you're supposed to do, and this guy tested out, is that if you put this paste, and it's kind of like, like a silly putty or like a really thick Cool Whip, like really, really thick Cool Whip, if you put it on there, it's supposed to keep the water or whatever kind of liquid from coming out. And so this guy puts it on there. But what he quickly realized is you have to consistently put that stuff over it. Like every couple of minutes, you have to shellac more of this paste on top. Otherwise, the water pressure, it pushes that seal, that paste away. And then the water just starts flowing all over the place. And I started thinking that's a great example of spiritual renewal that we have to every day kind of put that spiritual renewal over ourselves because the pressure of sin Eventually, it's going to overcome us if we are not renewed daily, not weekly, not monthly, daily. Scripture says we need to be renewed daily. Otherwise, again, the pressure of sin, the pressure of all the things going on in our life, coronavirus, the, you know, uh, racial injustice, everything going on in the world right now, politics, right? A huge thing that, that gets on people's nerves. All those things can come flooding through you. And they can take over if you are not spiritually renewed each and every day. And as I mentioned earlier, it's so important to understand that spiritual renewal, it is an act of the Holy Spirit. Titus 3, verse 5. He saved us not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth, we talked about last week, and renewal of by the Holy Spirit, not renewal by ourselves, renewal by the Holy Spirit. That's why last year I spent two months preaching on the Holy Spirit, because he's so essential, he's so key. We have to understand who he is. We also know that scripture tells us there was disciples, people that claimed Jesus, but they didn't know who the Holy Spirit was. Well, if you don't know who the Holy Spirit is, how can you be renewed daily? This is something the Holy Spirit does. Renewal is an act of the Holy Spirit. Now, there's two kinds of spiritual renewal that Christians can and need to experience in their lives. The first one is spiritual renewal of the mind. I mentioned Ephesians 4, 22 through 24 earlier, that we want to have our minds renewed to the likeness of Christ. We also see this concept in Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I'm going to go on a little bit of a bunny trail because the Holy Spirit just hit me with this when I was asking Emily today, should I do this? She's like, I think you should. We often talk about God's will. How do we know what God's will is in our lives? And what's so incredible is that when our minds are renewed, when we are transformed, we are able to test, approve what God's will is, is good and pleasing and perfect will. This is so important to understand because I'm sure many of you, like myself, you've often said, if something happens or doesn't happen, then it's not God's will or it was God's will. That's biblically incorrect. Just because something does or doesn't happen doesn't mean it was God's will or that it isn't God's will. 
Because if something terrible happens, if I commit some incredible sin, and I say it was God's will that I sin, no, it wasn't. That's incorrect. So you have to understand, if you want to better understand God's will in your life or God's will in decisions, one, you should pray for God's will. You may not know what it is, but you should pray for it. But you have to have your minds renewed and transformed through the Holy Spirit. Then you can test and approve what God's will is. And this is a bunny trail, but it's important because many times I hear people saying, I need to make this decision. And if it doesn't happen, that was God's will. No, no, no. It might have nothing to do with God's will. You may have made a poor choice so something didn't happen, or maybe you forced your will to make something happen. So it's so essential that our minds are renewed through the power of the Holy Spirit because it will help us to understand God's will. So now getting back to the topic of spiritual renewal of the mind, it is all about not being conformed to this world. In other words, it's not thinking and believing the way the world does. And I wanted to give you guys a few examples of how the world thinks versus how God thinks. The world says, get as much power as you can. Power and influence is so important. You can make changes if you're famous or if you're, you know, way up in politics or something. That's what the world says. But what does God say? God says, be a servant. Scripture tells us the first shall be the last. It's a flip-flop. It's a complete difference, the way that God thinks versus the way the world does. The world says, a little more and I'll be happy. God says, learn to be content in all situations. Totally different way that the world thinks and the way that God thinks. The world says beauty is based on certain standards on the outside. God says we are fearfully and wonderfully made and that beauty comes from the inside, from our hearts. That's where true beauty lies. But again, that's the difference between what the world says and what God says. And then the last one I have here, the world says death is the end, so live it up, right? few years ago everybody was talking about yolo you only live once so do what makes you happy well god says this earthly life it is not the end so live it wisely because your decisions will make a difference regarding eternity you see when you truly accept jesus as your lord and savior the holy spirit starts to work on your minds transforming us from the inside out so we start to think differently the way God thinks. So we are no longer conformed to the world, but we're transformed because of the power of the Holy Spirit. But as I mentioned earlier, this is an ongoing process. You can't just say, hey, I'm transformed, my mind is renewed today, and I'm good. You have to continue to allow God and the Holy Spirit to, remo- or to renew your mind daily. Now, there's another spiritual renewal, and this one's incredible, too, that Christians can experience, and this is spiritual rest. Everyone's bodies at some point need to rest. We need to sleep. No one can stay awake forever. 
But I think you guys would all agree with this, that there are times in our life when we face challenges that they're not just physically tiring or challenging. They're emotionally and spiritually draining. You might actually have the energy to push through something. You just don't have the mental and spiritual capacity to do it. You're drained, but it's not a physical thing. It is a spiritual thing. And this shouldn't surprise us because the toughest battles we're going to face in our lives, they're not physical ones. The biggest bullies we face, our greatest enemies, they're not the people that we see each and every day. There's a spiritual world out there that's preying upon us, that's trying to get us to fail, that is battling with us. Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 12, finally be strong in the Lord in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against, uh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Satan is real, folks, and he hates us. We have to understand that. We have a literal enemy out there that wants to destroy us, but we don't necessarily see him in the physical world. There's a spiritual place, a spiritual world that we are battling against. That's why the Holy Spirit is so important and having him dwelling inside of us to help us. This is where the spiritual renewal in the form of spiritual rest comes in. Two verses that talk about this are Jeremiah 31, 25. For I satisfy the weary ones and refresh everyone who languishes. Do you ever feel weary? Do you ever languish in your life that things are so hard, they're challenging? Matthew eleven twenty-eight through verse 30. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Those are such powerful words. But the thing is, it's not like God swoops down and just takes your circumstances away. It's not that God comes down every time and just heals you of some ailment or some challenge you're facing. He helps you spiritually to continue being able to persevere through your situation. That's where the spiritual rest comes in. And it's important to understand that spiritual, uh, spiritual rest, it's not self-care. Self-care is something we talk about, and it is totally important. It is great to go on vacations. It is great to, to relax, have time to yourself or time with loved ones. And sometimes spiritual rest and self-care, they overlap. Sometimes that happens. But spiritual rest or soul care, as many people talk about it or, or call it, it is different. Self-care, it has to do with caring for our physical needs, and this can affect our mental and physical health. Things like rest and relaxation, massages, peaceful walks out like on the countryside. These are things that are very beneficial, but this is, that's what self-care is. Soul care is about the care of the spiritual side of our lives. That's where this is different. It's not physical, it's spiritual. 
One author described the soul or our soul as the immaterial part of a person from which flow actions, thoughts, desires, reasons. It is separate from the physical body. It is part of the person that makes a person what they are, alive, aware, able. It is the essence of personhood. That's what our soul is. It's different than our physical bodies. Spiritual rest or soul care happens when we focus in God and rely on Him to sustain us. That's the key. Because often I think we look to, uh, to uh, not spiritual rest, to like that physical rest, to self-care, to solve problems. And often what we're missing is the soul care. It's the spiritual side because we assume it's a physical thing. I'm working too much or I stayed up too late. But I said there's an entire world out there on the spiritual end of things that is attacking us. So we have to ask ourselves, is what I'm going through, is it just physical or is there a spiritual element to it as well? And oftentimes it's both. You know, Satan can use the things in the physical world to grind on us in the spiritual. Those things definitely happen. And again, it's important that whether it is renewal of our minds or renewal through spiritual rest or soul care, it's important to remember that it is through the power of the Holy Spirit. I had mentioned this verse earlier, Titus 3, 5. He saved us not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. It's so important to understand that both forms of spiritual renewal, they're so important in the live, lives of Christians. As we continue our faith journey, we need to be renewed daily. But here's the thing. I truly believe that renewal, spiritual renewal of our minds, it needs to come first. It may not always be that way, but I believe spiritual renewal of your mind has to come before the spiritual rest. And the reason for that is that our minds are not renewed and conformed to the likeness of Christ. If we don't think the way Christ does, if we don't think the way God thinks, it will be difficult, if not impossible, to believe that by praying and seeking God through reading his word, that that's going to help us persevere. So we have to have our minds renewed before we will believe that seeking God through prayer and through the Bible that it will help us. So that's why me personally, I believe, spiritual renewal of our minds, it has to come first. So again, it's such an important aspect of being a Christian, which means it is only possible again if you go through rebirth, if you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, because there are, I'm sure there are people, maybe it's not in here, but online, in the communities around us that don't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and they're going through a lot of tough stuff and wondering why the grind doesn't stop. Well, the first thing they need to do is they need to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior because he can't really help them a whole lot if they don't believe in him. So they need to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior and then the Holy Spirit is able to dwell inside of them 
And then that renewal process is able to take place. But despite the Holy Spirit being the one that enables us to experience that renewal, is there something we need to do? Or is it just, hey, you know, believe in God, the Holy Spirit dwells in you, and that's it. You're renewed every single day. Well, there is some things that we need to do. I found this great list, and so I was like, oh, I don't even need to develop a list because someone already developed one. So they listed a couple things, and I do agree with what they put down here. The first one is confession of sins. Psalms 51, verses 10 through 12. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain me with a willing spirit. We need to come before God, and we need to confess our sins. We need to say, Lord, change us, help us. How crazy is it that David was, he was saying, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. The fact that someone would, would pray that, I mean, that is a scary thing to think about, to ever lose the Holy Spirit. But that's how much repentance is happening there, how much confession. Please don't take some of the most wonderful gifts you've blessed me with, God. I know I've made mistakes. Create in me a clean heart. Renew my mind. We also need to learn about and become more like Jesus. You know, we're told that he is the example. He is the one we want to imitate. You can only imitate or become more like something you know about. Colossians 3.10 And have put on the new self who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. So we want to be renewed more in the likeness of Christ, we need to learn more about Christ and how he is, his character. We also need to be obedient to God. Psalm 119, verse 40, and I love the way the NLT put it, I long to obey your commandments. Renew my life with your goodness. Part of the renewal process Part of what we can do is be obedient to God's word and allow him to renew us simply by his righteousness, by how good God is. So be obedient to God, something else that we can do. Earlier we had talked about not conforming to the world. That's something else we can do. Ask God to change our minds. Don't think the way the world thinks. And that's hard. Especially when we see things in front of us, that's what we want to believe. We believe what we see, but faith is the opposite. Faith is about believing something you cannot see. Totally different than the world. And the final one is waiting and hoping in the Lord. Isaiah 40, verses 28 through 31. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. 
Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Some versions say, wait. So those who wait on the Lord, those who hope on the Lord, they will renew their strength. The Lord will renew their strength. This passage ends by saying, they will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Praise God. Amen. Absolutely. Just like that song said, how is it with your soul? Are you weary? Are you tired? Are you feeling the grind? Or are you saying, I can run another hundred miles because the Lord has renewed my strength? I'm hoping this is really setting in because I'm preaching to myself with this. I'll be honest, I am totally preaching to myself about spiritual renewal and how important it is. And here's why it is so important. It's because we are, every single day, every second of the day, we are vulnerable to sin. And unfortunately, sin, it chips away at our spiritual foundation. So each and every day, we need to be renewed. Because just like that paste I mentioned, if you're not renewing and putting more spiritual paste over yourself, over your mind, eventually that sin, it's going to bust through. You know, we can only fight so much in our own power, but through the power of God, it's endless. It's an endless supply when we renew ourselves through the power of the Holy Spirit. Spiritual renewal, it's also so important, and I want to read just the way I wrote this, so I put down, I said, spiritual renewal is also so important because it is not easy to tell when you are vulnerable to sin and spiritual attack. And often when we recognize we are being attacked spiritually or are vulnerable to sin, we are so tired and run down, we are not motivated to pray, to read the Bible, or uh, seek spiritual discipleship. Do you guys ever find yourselves in that position? I know so many people I've talked to during the pandemic. They're like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm not focused on God. I'm so stressed out. I have so much anxiety. They're not attending church. They're not reading the Bible. They're not praying. They're not renewing themselves. It does not surprise me at all. The problem is we're not smart enough to catch it when we're slipping and sliding. That's the problem. Think about people in your life, the ones that are going through the toughest things. I'll bet the majority of them are not clinging to God. They're not getting spiritually renewed daily. They have forgotten. They're not praying daily. They're not seeking spiritual discipleship. They're not in the word. I mentioned to you guys, you know, last year, we need to be careful that when we go on vacations and breaks, we don't take a vacation from God. There's a lot of people that have taken a vacation of God, from God. It explains why the church is struggling in the world, especially the U.S. I've mentioned the statistics time and time again. It's because people are not being spiritually renewed daily. I want to end with this illustration. I think it's actually more fitting than the paste one. My parents in Colorado, because it's such a dry climate, especially during the winter, they use a humidifier. And they have to fill that humidifier up every single day because, you know, gallons of water goes out in the air, you know, every single day that they're using it. But the thing is, is that if they don't refill it, 
each and every day, it doesn't work. It doesn't do what it's supposed to. And I think our spiritual lives are very similar. That if we aren't being renewed daily, if we're not letting God pour into us by seeking Him through prayer and reading His Word, we become dry. We become dry Christians. And you know that when things get dry, they start to crack and break. That can happen. We can get so dry spiritually that we break, that our lives are starting to break and crack up. So I encourage you guys, allow the Holy Spirit to renew you daily. Because the places God wants to take you, the places God wants to take this church, we need to be renewed daily. Otherwise, we won't be able to discern His will we won't be able to catch ourselves when we're sinning and we're slipping and sliding down that slippery, slippery slope. We need that daily renewal. And we need that daily renewal that when we are feeling really worn down and tired and we don't know if we can fight anymore, that we feel like giving up, we need the Holy Spirit to renew us to that spiritual rest as well. Because... There's no amount of massages. There's no amount of walks in the park. They're going to do what God can do for us. Amen. Lord Jesus, Lord, we know, Lord, that, that there are times that we forget that we need to be renewed by you, Holy Spirit. I pray, Lord, that as you are speaking to me through this sermon, Lord, that you are speaking to each and every one of us. And I pray, Lord, that if there is anyone out there that is struggling, that is feeling spiritually dry, I pray that they would call out to you and ask for you, Holy Spirit, to renew them. I pray, Lord, that if there are people right on that kind of, that cusp of, of struggling, they're, they're, they're praying, maybe it's once a week, but man, they're getting tired. They're, they're starting to think that they don't have time to pray. They don't have time to come to church. Lord, I pray that you would renew them. I pray that you would renew us, that we would be able to discern your will, God, that we would feel the joy of the Lord, that each and every day when we lay our heads to sleep and when we wake up, just as Matt sung, we will be able to say, it is well with my soul. Lord, we love you. We serve you. We pray all these things in your name. Amen.